0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome. My name is Blake Lindsey. I hope your day is going better than good. As always, I'm happy you're here for Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. If you get as inspired as I do, I know that we're going to have a better than good day. We are going to hear Zig talk today to parents about how to raise positive kids in a negative world. Even if you are not a parent, I believe you'll find it interesting to think about what it takes to be successful. Please join me in turning up those headphones and speakers and let's listen to Zig.
1: I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage
2: is be able to get down on the level of their children and yet lead them. There is a difference between having your child as a friend as versus having your child as your child. The child does not need another friend. They make them at school. They're generally of about the same age. They need to have a parent who has mature judgment Who will make all decisions based on the best interest of the child not what the child wants to do we're not there always to please our children we're here to please on occasion to guide to direct and to encourage when tom was in high school he had just gotten his first car he just learned how to drive it was friday night He wanted to drive to a town about 100 miles from Dallas to attend a Friday night football game. He came to me and said, Dad, can I go to this football game? And I said, no, son, you can't. Well, the obvious question always is why not? And I said, well, first of all, it's Friday night. There are more drunks on the highway on Friday and Saturday night than any other night. I said, second, you do not have much experience behind the wheel. And to drive that far late at night, coming back from the game, would be a risk that simply is not worth taking. You always try to contemplate, what will I gain by going, what would I lose if something bad happened? So I said, son, your day is coming, but it's not coming this Friday night. I hope you understand. He said, I do, dad, no problem. Now, because it was explained and it makes sense, we did not have the problem. But had he put the pressure on me, well, my friend is going, then I simply would say, well, he's your friend, you're my son. I will deal with my son in a different way than you will deal with your friend. My responsibility is to do the best I can for you. Help you make the decisions that are in your long-range best interest. I think one of the saddest things I ever see are parents who try to live their lives out through their children. Uh, You know, the mother thought she could have been an actress or a beauty queen. And when she sees a beautiful daughter coming along, she wants the daughter to fulfill her dreams. The father could have had the dream of being a baseball player or a golfer or whatever, you know. He was never able to make it, but his son comes along with some unusual athletic ability, and now he wants the son to go ahead and fulfill his dream. My son contemplated going on the tour. I provided the finances for him to get training, lessons, instructions, gave him the right equipment, the place to play, and all of those other things. But I never either encouraged or discouraged. If this is what you want to do, then I will help you fulfill your dream. But I said, I'm not going to say this is what I want you to do. You always make the decision that is in the best interest of your child. I didn't make the decision I provided him with the tools. If he had the tools to become that golfer, he was single then. That was a different ball game. He ultimately decided, A, that the competition was tougher than he realized. B, he loved working with us. So he said to me, Dad, I'm in a win-win situation. Uh, I can win either place. And when he became engaged, he realized that that was not the life for a married man, particularly a married man that he wanted to be with raising his family. Let me remind you again that as we talk along these lines that all of us still want the same thing. All of us want to be happy and healthy. We want to be secure, reasonably prosperous. We want to have friends and we want to have peace of mind. Let me remind you again that you are what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. And you can change what you are and you can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. But let me ask you the question. How many of you have ever wondered in your own mind if you really as an individual, had what it takes to be successful. How many of you have ever held on a regular basis your own little personal pity party, something that you had planned on happening didn't happen, and you said, oh, poor little me, nothing ever goes right for me, and then you would point out somebody else, well, I can see why that guy would make it, why he's bright, he's articulate, he's well educated, he's personable. I can see where this lady would make it, why she's a marvelous communicator, has a wonderful Wonderful personality, loves people, gets along with everybody. I can see where she'd make it. I can see where he could make it. But poor little me. How many of you have ever in those moments wondered if you really had what it took to be successful? Can I see your hands, please? Okay. Those of you who did not raise your hands didn't understand the question. Either that or you are powerful tired. That's all I got to say about you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what is necessary for success? What does it take to be successful? Here's what I'd like to get you to do. I would like to get you to think of the most successful person you know. Could be a man, could be a woman. Could be your parents, could be a son or a daughter, a brother or sister a cousin, could be a neighbor. Could be a preacher, could be a plumber, could be a general in the army, could be an admiral in the navy, could be a salesperson, a business executive, a mother of the year, a school teacher, a professor, could be a politician. Think of the most successful person you know, and here's what really will make the cheese more binding. Think of somebody who, if you could not be you, you would say, I'd want to be her, or I'd want to be him. Now, don't eliminate a person just because they're rich. I know some very successful people who are rich. But don't include them just because they're rich because I know some very rich people whom I would not consider in the least bit successful. Classic example is Howard Hughes. I don't think anybody listening to this recording would have swapped places with Howard Hughes the last 20 years of his life. But now think of this individual and and let's see if we can find out what makes this person successful. What are the qualities which make them successful? I want you to call out to me the qualities, and I'll write them down. What's one quality of this successful person? Call it out loud, and I'll just write it down. Somebody who has a good, positive mental attitude. I assume that that's what you're talking about, a good, positive mental attitude, all right? Give me another one. Somebody who has great faith, all right? And I heard the word, somebody who has desire, all right? Give me another one. Somebody who has enthusiasm, okay, give me another one. Somebody who is a good listener and somebody who has a sense, a good sense of humor. What's another quality of the successful person? Somebody who has integrity and somebody who is consistent, okay, give me another one. Somebody has a good self-image, Somebody who has love in their life. All right, give me another one. A loving individual, an honest individual. Somebody who is sincere. Somebody who is an encourager. And I believe I heard somebody say a moment ago, is a hard worker. You know, a lot of people quit looking for work as soon as they find a job. (laughs) And uh, that's not what we have in mind, is it? Uh, Somebody asked this fellow, how many people you got working for you? And he said about half of them. Okay, another quality, somebody who has compassion. Okay. How many of you believe that your attitude's important? Can I see your hands? Okay. Now, let me uh, see if we can do a little check in here. How many of you, when you were in school, had a course which specifically taught you how to develop these qualities that you've just identified as being president in the most successful people you know? I don't see any hands, isn't that interesting? How many of you think maybe we just might be missing the boat in education, can I see your hands? Okay, now with the exception of educators, everybody listening to this recording and everybody here tonight feels pretty good. Boy, I found out what I need to succeed in life and I found out what my problem is, it's those educators, it's those educators, (laughs) they're not teaching us what we need to know. You wait till I get back. You wait till I get back home, and I'm going to be talking to them. That's what I'm going to be doing. But here's the basic problem, folks. When you got one finger pointed that away, way you got exactly three times that many fingers pointed <laughs> right back this way Now, let me do a little survey and a little study, and those listening to the recording, you answer this question uh, to yourself as you ride along. In the states you live, how many hours a day do the kids go to school? Six, okay. How many days a year do they go to school? 180, okay. Now that means the kids are in school 1,080 hours. Now in your state, how many hours are there in a year? Is it the same as in my state? That's 8,760. So what that means is the kids are at home 7,680 hours and they're in school 1,080 hours a year. How many of you therefore believe that us parents should accept just a small amount of responsibility for teaching these qualities? (laughs) How many of you think we'd have a better America if these qualities were taught at home and then reinforced in school?
0: I was thinking as I was listening to Mr. Ziegler that it would be interesting to do this exercise with your kids. Sitting around the dinner table and discussing who they would identify as successful and what character traits they would put on the list. Maybe that'll be your dinner topic tonight too. Feel free to call me and we can discuss what you heard. As we all go about our week, let's look for those people who we determine are successful and let's see what we can learn from them. I am so excited about a way that you can truly live your life to the fullest. It's our newest product called the Ziggler Vault. I'll take just a minute to tell you what's up on the web. The Vault includes all of Zig's best audio and video materials. It's for you to access wherever and whenever you want to for a monthly subscription of $14.97. You can listen and watch whatever topic you want to learn more about, as well as download your favorites weekly we are adding new information and new speakers you're certainly welcome to call me for more information 972-383-3268 you can also find some good help at zigglervault.com inspiring true performance